Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the ISI Life. I'm excited to sit down with my business partner, Joe Haddad, as well as Al Sherbaum, who is our national director for the organization. And we really just talk about how Joe and I had the initial idea for ISI, but then also how we leveraged and invited and encouraged our team members, uh, our employees, and some of our customers, some of our vendors, and how we leveraged our business relationships as well as our personal relationships to get ISI off the ground and how we you know, continue to invest in it to this day and just using our business as that platform. So we're gonna dive into that and hopefully there's some nuggets that can encourage you on how you can do something similar. And again, we're, we're here to help. If you, you know, hear this podcast and you wanna jump on a phone call or a conversation with Joe or I, we'd be glad to make ourselves available. Just shoot out a message to us and we'll uh, follow up. And then just wanna make a couple of things aware. We have uh, some awesome things happening in 2021, some in-person retreats and some virtual things too. So multiple ways to plug in with the organization and get some inspiration on each of the five Fs. There's uh, Stay Sharp Saturdays, which are the first Saturday of each month. Uh, we do ask to RCP just so we kind of get a general idea of how many people will be on the call so we can plan appropriately. And then some awesome retreats in Cleveland, in Columbus, in Nashville, and also there's a women's retreat, which is um, catching an awesome fire and they're doing great things. So if any of those, uh, check out our website, theisilife.com for all the details. And we'd love to see you and connect with you and help you on your journey. So until uh, next time, stay sharp, everybody, and enjoy the episode. All right. So we got a little different style podcast today. We have uh, myself and Joe and Al here together today. How's it going, guys? Great. Thank Doing you. great. <laughs> we're all over the state of Ohio and Tennessee, so we're kind of spread out. But uh, we wanted to come together today. And, you know, Al mentioned something as we've just been kind of cruising along with Iron Sharpens Iron. He just mentioned, you know, there's something different about, um, you know, the ability to leverage our company to do what we're doing with ISI. And, and Al, you just said that might be a really good topic for some of the other business leaders that are part of ISI to capture the story. So, Al, you know, kind of what were you seeing and, you know, why did you think this would be a good topic for us to dive into and put in a podcast? Yeah, I, I just think that what you guys have done at, uh, universe, at UTs um, is inspirational. Um, I, I love the steps of faith that you've taken, uh, the way that you view your business truly as being stewards of of. A business that God has, uh, you know, blessed you with, uh, being able to then uh, also um, offer opportunities for your employees to to be involved with things that are much beyond uh, UTs and uh, being able to serve the, the the greater community in life uh, in in uh, in their area. So anyway, so to me, I just saw it as uh, to what you guys have done, your mm -hmm. stewardship. And uh, and in your steps of faith to to willingness to uh, make this a part of UTs rather than an add on. And right. to me, that's what's unique to me. Yeah, that's cool. And it, it seems uh, just pretty natural to us. So, you know what? I realize that that may seem like a stretch for a lot of people. And I guess that's one of the main things I want to get across is is kind of how we did it and kind of where, you know, where the idea started from. So Joe, do you remember when we were kind of <laughs> brewing the idea of Iron Sharpens Iron? Remember where that came from? 
Yeah, I remember being on a flight back from Atlanta. We had just left um, a coaching workshop we were in, and we were just kind of reflecting on how thankful we were for all the various mentors in our lives. And it kind of hit us. We said, what if we put together like an overnight retreat and invited all the people we care about and then invite some of our mentors to talk on the key concepts? And we, we at the time, we called them the big five, you know, finance, mm -hmm. faith, faculty, fitness, and and family. And um or in faith. So I remember just that flight and being so motivated, like, yeah, we should make this happen. We should do this right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was just, you know, we feel fortunate. And I know we've mentioned this a little bit before, but you know, we're kind of in a unique position, but I think we all really have that. If we really think about the people in our life that have you know, helped us or been mentors to us and leverage that to share that with other people, that's, that's kind of the core thing of what it was is I know someone like an Al or a, uh, you fill in the blank on person, you know, person who could speak some wisdom into that. And, you know, like Joe said, you know, just using that, that audience to say, can we put this together? But then I think the thing we want to really talk about is how did we leverage, you, you know, university teas, uh, both our team members and maybe, you know, our vendors or clients to, you know, to really get ISI going and then keep it going to this current, current state. Right. Al, that's kind of part of what you wanted us to unpack for people. Right. Absolutely. Yes. And I love how Joe just simply shared how the vision came about and how it really is that. I mean, it's inviting, you know, counterparts, uh, people that you can make a difference in and then inviting people that can help speak into their lives. And that's really what the Iron Sharpens Iron is all about in a nutshell. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And Joe, I know you mentioned a little bit just thinking about the business more from like a stewardship. Um, perspective. And so speak to that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so for background, you know, Nick and I started university tees back in 2003 and probably between 2010 and 2012, we started thinking about, you know, how do we really leverage our influence in the organization and how do we use our business more as a, a platform for ministry and um, started to think of our employees differently. We even used our language different. We referred to them as team members. And we thought about how do we steward our team well? And we started introducing um, just various programs and uh, different things like whether it's a Bible study, whether it's alpha program, different things like that into the company. So that was prior to ISI. And then the next gear for us was how do we, how do we fully leverage our team. And we realized how much talent we had throughout the organization, whether it was designers, photography, our finance department, our awesome administrative assistant. And as ISI started growing and brewing, the first people we thought of, of hey, who can help come alongside as we're mm -hmm. planning these retreats was our team. Uh, and we, and a part of our culture is something we call the UT's life. And part of that is giving our team members time to pursue other passions. So we found team members that were passionate about the vision we had for ISI and we created some time for them and their work data to come alongside us and use their unique gift sets uh, to help us grow the organization. Yeah, it's been pretty cool to see, you know, people just light up and have something more that they could sink their teeth into and have, I think of it as, you know, from a very entrepreneurial mindset is, you know, what kind of resources do you have that are under, under leveraged or under utilized? And, you know, you, Joe, you just mentioned, you know, Jamie and Steve and Brandon and, you know, many others, and a lot of the people from, from UTs to say, Hey, we're, we're doing this thing. Um, 
you know, are you interested in, in helping us and not even helping us, but making it better? I don't think it would be where it is today if our team hadn't jumped in and had that, you know, the, the background, the skills, the passion to do it. And, um, I think, you know, maybe they, they spend some time during like typical work hours, you know, during the week to, to work on things. But I would, I would beg to argue that that two or three hours or whatever the time is, that's like on UT's time is actually making them an overall better human, a better team member, because they feel like they're, you know, they have something that they're contributing to that they believe in that's making a difference. And then therefore they're more engaged with the, with the, with the actual work hours that they're actually doing. And so I think of it not as, oh my gosh, they're working on company time. I actually think we're, we're getting more, um, out of them than we would if they weren't engaged in it. So, um, you know, I think, and Joe, maybe let's just talk about like when we actually started. So, you know, someone may be setting out an idea that's like, maybe what, you know, what can I do? Um, what do I have to offer in terms of my team or my vendors or my clients? Um, you know, how can they go from just maybe an idea or maybe Al, you could, you could jump into, cause you've seen a lot of things, you know, spur up over the years on uh, how can they take it from, you know, okay, what, where do I start? Where, how do I have this idea or how do I use and leverage my, you know, my influence, my network to actually get something going that's beyond my company? Where would, where would you recommend even just a starting point? I think a great place to start is just as a leader in an organization, what are some of the organizations you're passionate about outside your company? What are some mm -hmm. of the nonprofit organizations you're passionate about and what are the needs they have? Um, a lot of our team members, if you ask them what they love most about their job, a lot of them are very servant minded and they say, I love helping others. I love doing whatever I can to pitch in. Um, and maybe most is a lot, but more than, more than half the people in our organization love serving and opportunities to serve, but they may not know where to get plugged in. So when we first started um, asking our team to pitch in for different things, we would do things like a volunteer day. And we would say, hey, we want to encourage every team member to volunteer one day a year, you know, the equivalent of eight hours. And we shared five or six different ministries in the Cleveland area that us as owners were passionate about. One might be a um, a food giveaway, one might be a clothing drive, one might be a homeless shelter. And we would just say, hey, sign up if you want to serve on these days. And just giving team members a place to show up, serve. And for some, it was might have been their first time they've ever served at a soup kitchen or at a clothing drive or at a thrift mm -hmm. store. Um, and it was just kind of like a snowball effect. As people start serving, they want to do more. So anytime we were doing internal initiatives, like launching an alpha course or partnering with a nonprofit in Cleveland, um, we would just open it up to our team and get a pool of volunteers. I remember we had 15 people, Nick, if you remember doing like a chicken mm -hmm. giveaway and yeah, we were unloading chicken, chicken, yeah, chicken, chicken trucks, frozen Tyson chicken and loading them into vans for different homeless shelters. Um, so even if it's one day of service to start, um, I think as leaders, we really have an opportunity to leverage our team and find ways to serve with them and, and give them ways to, to plug in the things that we're passionate about that help make our city better, help make our community better, our churches better, um, and giving people an opportunity to serve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, I, would, I would say, you know, I, I think what is unique about uh, what you guys are doing. You know, I come from the nonprofit perspective and I've served in a number of capacities and, um, and it takes a lot of resources uh, for somebody to run 
an organization to start up a ministry and not only it impact maybe where they are, but uh, uh, Iron Sharpens Iron is now in in three different cities. Uh, impact, you know, the multiplication factor is, is continues to go forward. Um, who knows how many more it might impact going along. And it's not just about that. But if I was to have to do pull all that together as a nonprofit leader, have somebody kind of heading it up, having a COO, having uh, having having the administrative help, the creative help. I mean, you probably have to be raising, I don't know, for all those positions, three, four hundred thousand dollars probably to, to have all those positions kind of come into place. May, you know, and then you're all and a lot of times you're bringing in, you know, a person here, a person there, and you're having to f- see if they work well together. They've got to be able to coordinate. To me, the, the beauty of what you guys are doing is that you already have that team in place. They've already learned how to work together. They already know each other's skills. Steve mm-hmm. doesn't. Steve already knows what Brandon can do, and so therefore he he's not duplicating. He's not wondering. Oh, is somebody else already? <laughs> so there are so many things that you're doing that have allowed uh, a ministry that you started really I, maybe less than three years ago in 2018. Um, to where it is right now. Uh, and the only way that that could happen is because you guys have done it from within. You've given your employees freedom to be able to serve in this on company time. Uh, and, uh, and then they already, in many ways, know how to work together. And they're all very talented at what they do. So that then having all having a mission together has allowed a ministry to impact hundreds of people um, from within your company. To me, that's the beauty of, of what I've seen. Hmm. No, that's great. And, uh, you know, I just, this wasn't the intention too, but I think, you know, using and thinking about what more can we do with the resources that we have, the team members, the, the influence, the connections that we all have uniquely, you know, one of the, some of the side benefits that have come out of ISI are really expanding our network and in, in both, um, both in a personal way, but also in a business way. And we've actually, there's been some people that we've met through ISI and putting on ISI that have allowed us to expand our company team and vice versa. So we've been able to invite, you know, as we put events on or put things on, we, that's an ability to, extend an invitation or to somebody to say, Hey, we're doing this thing. You know, if you're interested in, in showing up, uh, it's a way to connect with whether that be a team member or a vendor or a client in a different way. And then vice versa, the, the collective unit, we've met a lot of people and we've actually made a, and this is not at all the intention of why we did it, but we've, we've hired a few people. We've made some great, I got to know some great people that have joined our team um, as well. So, you know, there's, you know, that's, that's not the purpose of why we're doing this at all, but there are some additional benefits that have UTs has been blessed with because of that, um, you know, that ability to go out and do that and the obedience to go and put these things on. It's, I think it's worked both ways. Yeah, that's a really good point for, you know, we've, we've hired some great team members that we met through ISI and also some of, uh, some of the stronger friendships I have now are people I've met through through ISI, which is cool. Yeah. And people are always looking, I mean, one thing I've learned is that when people are stagnant, um, 
they're not really great, myself included. And when, you know, you have a, a place where people can go to grow, whether that be just coming to some of the events and they can feel themselves growing or they're contributing some of their talents and it's a way for them to push them or grow them in a different way. They become just an overall better human. I think a lot of when you're, like I said, when you're stagnant, you're not really moving the needle forward. You're not maybe your best self. And that I think the ISI, the involvement or just attending retreats is helping our team members be a better version of themselves, which in turn also has a business benefit. Yeah. And I think Nick, you're talking about obviously the intangibles, the, the, the culture, mm -hmm. um, just everything that goes into the workplace. And, uh, so, you know, because of all those things, you know, uh, people enjoy working in that environment and want to stay in that environment. You've had a, obviously people that have been there for as long as the company's been there. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. so it's, you know, uh, so kudos to you guys for doing it. Well, it's been, it's been an honor to be able to, to do it and it's been a blessing for sure. And, uh, and, you know, it's been fun being able to connect even, you know, with you all and, and do it. So, um, yeah, I just hope that there were some nuggets in here that someone who's in a business leadership position or any kind of, you know, position, they feel like they can go to the next level. I mean, I would just personally extend, uh, you know, an invite to myself or Joe to, you know, reach out to us and be glad to have a, you know, one-on-one -on -one conversation about anything specifics or the details that, you know, or maybe just encouragement to help you get going and, uh, and do something like Joe said, whether it's just even as simple as plugging into something that already exists and just attaching your, you know, your influence to that other organization. Um, or if, if you're feeling led to start something on your own that doesn't exist based on a, you know, experience or passion or resource that you have, um, you know, starting your own thing, wherever, wherever you are in that journey, hopefully there's a nugget in here. And again, we'd be glad to, to chat, um, and help you in any way possible. Yeah. Well, I can say yep. from my perspective, great, uh, great job. And I, you know, it, it, for, for those that are listening, I've, like I said, I've worked in the nonprofit area and I've been able to join uh, with the, the Iron Sharpens Iron team here. And, uh, and it's just been a huge blessing. I said it from me, from being able to, there's just no way I could start something like this two or three years ago on my own with a, with an idea mm -hmm. and get to the place to where, uh, it is three years, uh, in less than three years. Uh, there's just, I don't, I mean, obviously I can do anything, but I just, with my experience, I, mm -hmm. I can't imagine it being at the place that it is with the talented people that are involved with the high level of, like I said, excellence in all areas. Um, you know, to have that kind of group of people, um, it, it just, I couldn't, I couldn't get there. And, uh, so, uh, I, you know, I want to challenge, you know, those out there with the, that, that own a business or I have great influence, um, you know, to, to can just pray and ask God how he might be able to use what you're doing. And maybe this story, um, that you've heard from, from Joe and Nick will be inspirational and maybe, or even give you some vision for what you could do and maybe even the confidence that you can do it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and give them a phone call, reach out to them. And I know that they'd be more than willing to help, uh, you know, uh, walk you through anything they could. Got it. All right. Well, I, hopefully it was helpful. And, uh, Joe, 
and Joe, thanks for jumping on and providing some good insights. And maybe Al, you could wrap us up in a, in a closing prayer. Sure. Uh, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for your faithfulness. And uh, Lord, we thank you for how you have moved in all of our lives. I thank you for how you uh, birthed something within Joe and Nick. And it really just comes out of a simple heart to serve. And, uh, and I think that's, to me, the, the beauty of all of it is that it's just truly just uh, a desire to serve you and to serve others. And at the same time, uh, be a business owner. And uh, and so, Lord, I thank you for their story. I ask for your continued blessing upon uh, University Tees and uh, and then also Iron Sharpens Iron. And that, Lord, I pray that you would use this to inspire others to to step out in faith, to uh, to seek you for how you uh, might want to work in, in within their business and through their business to uh, to make a difference in the lives of others and and honor and glorify you. So, Lord, I, I give you thanks uh, this day. Uh, for your faithfulness. And I thank you, Lord, again, for Joe and Nick and for their faithfulness to you and ask for your blessing to be upon them. Uh, and I pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thanks.